I had a uh, had a guest this weekend. Um, mm. oh, let me back up. I had I did two days in the office this week, and I know I come from a place <laughs> of privilege, but let me tell you, I know my yeah. audience. Okay, I know y'all go. I know y'all <laughs> leave y'all houses every day. Okay, and I know several people listening to this podcast probably leave their houses every day. How do y'all do that shit? You're appalled. Your yeah. fucking face looks like, what the hell was I doing at the office for two days? Two days in a row? First of all, the drive alone. And y'all know what my commute was at the DMV. I, I had to sit back and really think about it. I haven't had to go anywhere for two years. Mm-hmm. Even with my old job, I, you know, they had, everybody, it was shut down. Whatever. They called a two day workshop on us. You mean I gotta get up at five and leave the house by six? Like what who mm. who does this? I'm you grab up and ass, huh? oh. <laughs> the peasantry. <laughs> Just like and, and y'all up at five t- out at six is nuts. I'd I be damned. I, I can't live that life. I know. I, I, I chose this area to live. And if I don't, then it's, it's I get there early. So it, it takes, if I leave at six, I can get there in 45 minutes. Okay. Beyond that, it's mm. a shit show. Mm. Okay. And I've, I've sat in the shit show and I'd much rather get there early. It's a breakfast spot there. You know, like it's, it's shit to do. Yeah. But you still have to get up that early. And my day still don't end till five. Mm. So it's like <laughs> I'm there. My my whole life is spent in that building mm. for those two days. And it was just tough. And workshops are tough because we were all like it was a team thing. And, you know, you just I sitting there. Teams. God, I hate, oh. You sitting there and y'all working on the plan for next year and, I want you guys to break out into individual groups of six. And first of all, individual groups of six is nuts. Nuts. But that's a wild (laughs) statement. (laughs) I want y'all to break out into groups of six or so and tell us what you try to apply what we just talked about. I'm like, I'm still asleep. Bathroom breaks. I feel like a lot of us, we just get older, but we're the same students from junior and high school, right? Junior mm. junior high school and high school. You had that one kid that's an overachiever. That the asks one that the doesn't questions. think at all. The yeah, one that the you one put that, on your back. Yes. For the project. <laughs> yeah. And then you get me who just want to coast. I'll add, you know, I'll, I heard two key words. And I'll say, remember, the instructor Facts. said. <laughs> I'm on those. Those to the- <laughs> my two PowerPoints. Yeah. yeah I got those. Right. <laughs> right. I heard those two bullets. Those are the two words that I could put together and make sense. So I'm like, okay, yeah. Remember precise. Right. Remember this. <laughs> it has to be precise and measurable. Right. Let's stay focused. That Let's stay thing. focused. Yeah. Y'all seem to not remember. We need to keep it precise and mm-hmm. measurable. And, right. Right. So I start just talking mm-hmm. crazy. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. They spin out yeah. out of control, and here I come. Every 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 breakout precise. session, precise <laughs> and measurable. So after two days of doing that, I was exhausted, and we had some guests come in Thursday night. Um, they didn't get here till almost four o'clock in the morning, but they um, 
they rented a car so we didn't have to go pick them up mm-hmm. but they were great and, and just hosting somebody I get excited but then I also I'm exhausted today I was mm-hmm. telling Gerasmo I'm like I don't really leave a house and I, I we felt the need to go take them mm-hmm. place you know we we ventured out we did shit and it's just like whew, I had a good time don't get me wrong but I'm tired, dude. Mm. Like, I'm exhausted. Two days at work in this? How y'all do that shit? <laughs> y'all all right? Yo, real shit. <clears throat> I learned that um, when I worked from home, I did a lot more work. Mm. Like, it would be like all day or I'd think of something and be back on the computer at 9, 10 o'clock at night, all kind of shit. What I do appreciate about going into the office is like, I'm only expected to produce until five o'clock. And then anytime beyond that, it's going to be so delicious on my chest. <laughs> and so I'm like, woo, you know what I mean? And that's, that's been different because, you know, I, I keep, I keep a comfortable living environment. I always would prefer to be at home, mm-hmm. but it does structure. It, it sounds crazy, but it does structure my work life in a better way. Because that's the thing I do recognize or I recognize this week is when I get home, I don't want nothing to do with work. Mm -hmm. So I sat that bag in the office and I left. Yeah. Whereas working from home, you might stretch that day out a little longer. Yep. Yeah. Definitely picked up on that. But see, Major, how do you do it? Because these are hours that you just... That's just your day to day. I'm hearing what y'all saying, and That's... I'm hating. I don't fuck with none of that shit. Like, I got no pity for y'all niggas. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know if y'all wanted some sympathy or empathy. Nah, it's not coming from this side. Not from the lion, B. Um, Damn. This is this is all I thought. This is all I heard while y'all were talking about. <laughs> but um, I mean. It, it it is a little similar, like like when y'all just was talking about how you get home and shut that shit completely off. Like I'm not even talking about work mm-hmm. after I leave that motherfucking job. Now the thing is with me, because I live so close to home, I will extend my time at work to get things done, just so that I can really mm-hmm. come home and really not give a fuck about <laughs> any of that shit. Yeah. So you like closure yeah. at the end yeah. of the day. Mm. Yeah, there was a couple of days there was I think it was that uh, it was one day this week where I didn't I wasn't able to finish something. And it got to the point where I'm looking at, well, first of all, I had to pick Gerasmo up from the airport. So that was a and I had to figure out dinner for us. Mm. So it was like my window of trying to fit all of that in before picking her up from the airport was tight. And then factor in traffic. So it's just like, oh, I got to leave it where it is. Mm-hmm. I have to write myself a note or something to kind of remind myself where to pick up the next day. But <clears throat> I knew by the time I go grab her something to eat, pick her up from the airport, make that trek back to the house. I ain't sitting down and opening that laptop. Like the day is mm-hmm. over. <clears throat> it's over, over. So let me write myself a note. To make sure I know exactly where to pick up the next day. That's be fucking up. Yeah, but I'm with you, C Major. Nine times I want to finish what I'm working on. I want it to be 
I want to close the book on some shit. It's easy. It's easy to get caught yeah. up and and get shit piled up at my job. Like you 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 slack on one thing, and trying to play catch up is a little hard because there's always new developments mm-hmm. with every situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, uh, a watch that I was interested in that dropped back in April and sold out immediately. I got the hot text Thursday night that uh, they would be in the Atlanta area. Mm. And Nicodamus and I had many conversations about this watch. So I shot her the text. I said, hey, they're doing a pop-up shot, shop down here. You you still interested? They sure. I said, oh, and by the way, the shoes you want, they dropped this morning too. Yeah. And Nick Thomas being in <clears throat> pure ballerific fashion, I'm aware. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'm on it. We was chopping it up yesterday. She said her goal was to not send you any more money yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only mission. Just I'm not cash app in Greece on, on, Sunday, on the Lord's Day. That's what I'm not doing. It's wild because back in college, she was the instigator. Yeah. Go get that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Get it. Oh, she and still does that. I know. She <laughs> does. Yeah, she, still, yeah. she still instigates she the, the spending OG. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's... <laughs> head, head wiggling and everything. <laughs> but I was able to pay her back this weekend. And be like, remember that watch we was talking about back in April? Yeah, I said they doing a pop up shop. I'm gonna be around there. You wanna? <laughs> sure. Cha ching. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get the shoes. I couldn't get the app to work. T. I'm on it. Mm. Got them. <laughs> cha ching. She's like, I, I had no, in nowhere in my planner that I plan to send you this much money. <laughs> I'm telling you, she looked dead serious. Like we was, we was eating. She was like, "Yo, the mission. I'm not gonna send grease." <laughs> like you can do it. <laughs> oh man! But that was just by. It's a really cool collaboration. You don't see fancy brands like Omega making a collab with, you know, con- I guess regular retail consumer. Mm-hmm watch brand so I was like hey man it's a nice little pickup nice little collectible if I'm in the area and the, and the line wasn't too too crazy we were able to get what we wanted and come out they did it in a way sneaker stores that made sense instead of selling out the first day they had a quantity that they were going to sell of each each color mm. each day so and you can only buy one per person so when you got to the front, they would tell you what colors were left. You pick one and that was it. So it wasn't a situation where thousands of people or hundreds of people lined up that first day and they sold completely out. They were like, nope, come back tomorrow. We're selling from this time to this time. And we haven't, you know, and then they let you know what was left. Okay. So cool. I like, I appreciate how Swatch and Omega did that. That was pretty dope. Out here getting collectives items. Look at you, big money nigga. Look, man, I was telling my buddy that came to visit that I didn't realize 
I wanted to pay some mortgages mm. first. You know what I'm saying? I want to get a few household bills under the way, under the, I, just, I want to write a check and see where my checking mm. account look. Right now, it looked great, you know, but the, the reality doesn't hit you till you yeah. start paying these bills. So we've got our first electric bill. We paid a couple of mortgages so far. Got a water bill. So we're getting mm. the lay of the land of mm-hmm. what's going to, how this thing is going to shake. Uh, and uh, see, Major, you're right. I am rich. So, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, I still have a lot of money to play with. So, uh, we're just going to keep stacking money. Uh, I got a new job this week with the same company, still Big Soda. Right. Uh, don't get it twisted. <laughs> still Big big Soda, Big Corporate, Big Capitalist T. <laughs> But the new position allows me why I did, didn't see an immediate increase. Mm. So a little bit, not immediate, not a, nothing significant. It puts me in a position to get bigger increases and not have to talk to a lot of people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, pump it up. Pump it up, C-Major. Hey, hey, hey. I feel like that should be my theme song. <laughs> you moved. Yeah. You moved into a house. Yeah. And you still got your money. <laughs> I still got my money. You paid a couple yeah, mortgages, right. and I screamed scream- like that when, <laughs> when, when electric bill came and, and Jerosmo <laughs> set up the payment. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Some money in your account. I, I I get it now, Miss Janelle. I understand why you do the things you do. <laughs> now I'm chilling, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I've been able to do a lot of saving, like crazy. And I was talking to my partner, and I was like, you know, I really can't. I can't get rid of this dough in a two week span. I just can't. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta launder. You gotta find a laundering operation. It's allowing me me to to stack really well. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) gotta get these rats out of here. What the fuck? (laughs) Nah, but let me tell you the kind of nigga he is, though. He was like, you kind of could, though. (laughs) He was looking at me like, if you applied yourself. Right, you could burn through that money. I was like, I'm about to say the word. Yeah. I got, I got a mall. I got a mall. We can run up, Mr. Janelle. If you have a problem, I, I got a website. We can hit up. <laughs> Slim, of course, you know what mall this pop up happened at, right? Linda. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah. So you could definitely, if you need help, you know where to go. I, I can got, take you some places. Like I have to move. Like I got boots. Out the fucking room. I got clothes on the dining room table. It's not. I I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, you gotta <laughs> see. Uh, 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 okay, oh, no. I see what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Invest like the stock market is supposed to be crazy right now. My fucking stocks are looking good. Like I can't. I don't know what to do with it. It just. <laughs> yep. Come on now. Yep. <laughs> See, Miss Janelle is doing all this from a rather conservative 
residence. Mm. Yeah. She could get the dumb yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss Janelle could get the, the dumb, dumb house, house, but I'm hearing, I just heard the other day that a friend of a friend purchased a townhouse in Largo for over 500000 That's what's happening right now? <laughs> Who did that? Oh, shit. Who did that? They did that with 7% interest on? Like, they just did you just that? Don't know. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Who did that? A friend of a friend. Oh, wow. Well, I, can't, I can't get much deeper than that. Exactly, c That's what we do. talking to I was talking to the lender that you know my my old partner and I work with Mm -hmm. all the time and I was like you know where where am I and so he was like you know you can usually get up to six and a half times Mm -hmm. your income and so I'm thinking like damn by myself I could do some some good shit oh yeah and then my partner I'm like, okay, if we if we go that route, we'll be in a very nice position. And in a couple of years, interest rates should be going back down. Yep. Yep. Prices should be regulating and everything. We should be in a good spot. But I just wanted to see, you know, where I was. You want to see where like, you were. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, ma'am, he was like, with your credit, he said, if you keep this credit score, it'll be pretty much the sky's the yeah, limit for you. I'm like, next whatever. Person, you yeah. just you just go around. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because like, she can furnish her tax returns. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah, man. But I, I would be damned if I purchased anything right now. Like, like the Don. We were talking about, you know, what her two neighbors who sold over the summer, what niggas pay for them spots, and she was like, I'd be damned, and she's like, I love my house, but I'd be damned if I spent. <laughs> What these motherfuckers spent. Oh, that's how my neighbors look at us. <laughs> can't believe it. They were like, I'd be damned. I can't believe y'all bought that. And then they then they see we black. And then like, <laughs> really? Y'all bought that? <laughs> One more, let's mm-hmm. run that back. Maybe y'all bought that? And y'all. then and then yeah, they put the pieces together though. Oh, they from they from yeah, DC. Uh, oh. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. okay. this looks nuts mm-hmm. to us. Right. But from DC, right. that's a that's a that's what I had to tell, yeah. like, as I was, you know, uh, telling my coworkers the, the pr- you know, I ain't tell them really the price, but they know, they, they're familiar with the market. And a lot mm-hmm. of them have had their homes for many a years. And, and they're like, this is not the time to buy. I'm like, let me explain something to y'all. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And I know I'm probably going to take a little bit of a hit, but this is not a short term investment. Right. You know, this is a long term purchase I'm making. So yeah, I expect the price to settle. And then you'd be like, and my homies up top are spending more than this for a townhouse. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. And that's what I was telling. I was like, no, these are townhouse Ooh. numbers in yeah. in very in, in not so great neighborhoods. Right. So bought, you bought a townhouse in PG and shoot them up PG. Them up. Now Slim. with high interest for half a milli. That's what I'm hearing. 
<sighs> you know those those townhouses, C major. I heard uh, those townhouses over there by our old elementary school, and they was running the numbers up God over dang. there too. Slim, it's wild, and I'm like, wait a minute. The only thing over there yeah, is a royal that's farm. The only thing I seen. <laughs> In the elementary school. Only thing y'all can get is gas and chicken. Gas, chicken, <laughs> and primary education. <laughs> I got to go through two day, very dangerous uh, traffic circles to make it to a fucking... A Chipotle. Shopping center. <laughs> yeah, right. Crazy. It's crazy, man. So I, I'm feeling like we still made a pretty good decision. Yeah. Yeah, y'all absolutely did. Uh, come on down, come come on down, Miss Janelle. The water's fine. The water's fine down here, and the prices are dropping. Like, but like they drop it even like with the money that with with DC money, mm-hmm. it's still very economical to to buy down here. Even though people around here are really scared, they shook, and and I know a collapse is coming. I feel it. Mm-hmm. You can smell it. You can feel it in the air. But I feel like places with salaries from up top, if they have the means and can work remote, mm-hmm. it's still very, very much open for that type of transition. <clears throat> how was y'all week? How, how was the... Uh, CJ, what got you? C major, what got you smoking <laughs> young boy weed on a Sunday morning? Yeah, man, I was. What got you smoking? Well, I, young? I stopped by the uh, the open market. Uh, did some uh, some recording. Did some some more media. So some more audio and visuals mm-hmm. uh, are on the way. Solidified and finalized a couple of edits on some previous works. And uh, yeah, my man came through with, with some of that young nigga shit. He was like, smell this. I was like, nigga, this smells like a drug. Like, this smells illegal. Even though Maryland just, <laughs> like, I feel like I was still, on July 1st, they still locked me up. <laughs> having this. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, like, that that was dope. Was able to knock some shit out there. Um, it's always funny because we, as as we smoking this, this young nigga, we, we, like I said, we're getting ambitious, but we're not... The the movements aren't matching mm-hmm. what we're saying, but we're like, yeah, we're gonna record this, we're gonna knock this out. All right, bet, let's get some food. All right, but hold on, let's smoke first. Okay, bam. Mm. <laughs> you would think you would learn after a couple of sessions yeah. like this that no. smoking first is not the answer. <laughs> like when you put your list that when you put down yeah. your to-dos, smoking yeah, gotta be last. You start or you second to last. From the bottom up, your list, the items just start vanishing. <laughs> it's like magic paper. It's like, what the fuck? Y'all over there writing Yo. Harry Potter ink and shit. I was trying to think of this, the reference. I couldn't think of it. That's real shit. Over there at Hogwarts, writing right, y'all to do that. With smoking at the shit. same time. <laughs> Crazy as hell, yeah. How about you, Miss Janelle? How's your week? Um, I was on my political shit this mm. week. So oh, man. Naturally, I, I spent Tuesday, I was like, I'm a chill. We're not going to know what we need to know. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I was like, ah. Oh. I don't know if people understand what's at stake. I've been doing a lot of 
donating and <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, and and the killer is people don't understand that you know even though we got the fifty in the Senate we still need Georgia like I'm still supporting Georgia. people who were on the ground trying to work for Warnock. Oh yeah, because y- y'all people I don't think people understand that you would be giving Herschel Walker that job for six years, so and <laughs> and we and and the country can't have that. We can't have that. Um, so this week was really just, there was some sighs of relief. Um, Maryland absolutely did what we needed to do. Um, I saw that. Felt felt good about that. That was, that was a plus. Um, and I just, I, I feel optimistic. I've seen, you know, I've had conversations in some circles where young folks are at least aware Mm-hmm. of what this kind of stuff means. Like somebody had tweeted, you know, with that with that judge who was basically blocking the um student loan relief and everything. And and they was like, yeah, so why the fuck do it matter who we, you know, who we elect as president? And I'm like, yo, what matters is had we not elected Trump, that judge wouldn't be there. And ninety nine point nine 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 percent we can guarantee that a Hillary Clinton appointed judge would not even entertain blocking mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Blocking that legislation. And yep. and people are not. I think people around my age are not connecting those dots, but it looks like young people are connecting those dots. Mm-hmm. It matters who is here because they determine who is there. And they determine, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't be short sighted and think about it as what we're doing is for right now. Like I said, it's people who, you know, you're giving these senators a job for six years. That that means something that means we're going to see that into another presidential term. We're going to see that into, you know, it just. But again, Maryland. Got our first black governor. He loves the police, but he, <laughs> that's a downside. I mean, you can't you can't have all of you can't have your cake and eat it too. Of course, I, and I'm not and I'm not one of the people who's like I'm going to withhold my vote from him because he right. loves the police. Yeah. No, he also does have a vision for Marylanders. I think as yeah. far as the workers, um, and I'm hoping that some of his rhetoric around the police was in order to kind of get those purple areas to trust that he cares yeah, about and, and we need we need more of that if if your team is is if if you're for the democratic party you're going to need more savvy politicians mm-hmm. i'm hoping whole, it's more savviness this whole bullshit about being forthright and trying to be on first nah. of all they don't trust you anyway yeah we got to be gutter so you got to be a little <laughs> bit more more gangster with the shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I'm glad recreational uh marijuana passed. I hope that more doors are open for black mm-hmm. entrepreneurs in that in that, that way. That part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but it's a lot going on. We we kind of dodged some bullets again, and I'm the most <laughs> I, you know, everybody knows I love the kids. I I just don't want them at my house. But um, <laughs> we dodged some bullets on some uh, Board of Ed- Education issues. Um, they're looking to close a rack of schools in PG County. 
Um, that's Does that make halted. sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, like class sizes weren't always crazy and, and resources always thin. Like, so they, they're holding off on that, like little stuff that I think people don't, you know, don't always understand how many things are affected. And, you know, overall only 48% of eligible voters voted, which Mm -hmm. is crazy because this was one of the best turnouts for midterms. And that says a lot. I think, um, people think about voter suppression as like, making it harder to get to the polls, trying to stop people from doing mail-in voting. Voter suppression is getting people to be apathetic. Yep. Voter suppression is getting people to not understand what this means and to just stay home. Like if, like <laughs> it's other countries that average 80, 85% of, of eligible voters participating in every election. And we never see anything close to that. I think, I think that, the goal really should be to get people to understand the value of voting um, and to make it easier. Don't, yeah. not, you know, absolutely. Some of those 80% some stats <laughs> come with a lot easier ways absolutely. and methods to vote. Easy ways to vote. Nobody has to work on election day, like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. Um, understanding that technology is a, is a, positive thing and people can yep. <laughs> should be able to vote uh, I always said I mean you know I've been saying this since we've been doing the podcast y'all will accept my federal tax return via internet but I can't I can't uh, click on a link and vote right that seems ridiculous to me absolutely I'm passing all of my personal information yeah over a website but you're telling me it's not safe <laughs> right right so. But yeah, that was that was my week. My week was watching closely, and then when when Nevada went Democratic, I was like, okay, we at least have the fifty, but we really do need the fifty-one. Um, so yeah, that was basically it. Okay, Miss Janelle on Overwatch, making making sure <laughs> things go smoothly. <laughs> I love it. It's too much. I just state, imagine Miss Janelle sitting in front of like fifty monitors, watching all the, <laughs> all the data. Like a like a like yeah, a stock yeah. exchange broker. Yeah, yeah. Now initially though, like a know, day trader. <laughs> everything everything was saying there was supposed to be this big red wave, and you know it's a few people that I follow who who do the math, who do, and they were like, nah, y'all y'all don't understand, um, the issues that matter to people. And, you know, people talk a lot about Democrats being out of touch, but Republicans really leaned in on like culture wars and stuff like that. And they didn't realize Gen Z, they don't, they don't want their trans and LGBTQ friends to be bullied. They don't want them to be excluded. You know what I mean? Or they didn't realize that a lot of Gen X people don't give a fuck and we don't care. <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> make laws about First of all, we tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I retire, yeah. what the fuck's going to happen? Like, <laughs> exactly. that's, the, that's the thing. That's, We're on self-preservation mode yeah. at this point. You know what and, I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time to really make sure another subsect of our population is, right, is beaten yeah. down. Who the right. fuck, like, I'm not trying to dole out oppression right now. And no. it was so crazy to me that so many Republicans 
were bold in saying, oh, when we take over, we're cutting Social Security. Like, do you know who the fuck you're talking to? You're You're talking talking to me, motherfucker. (laughs) Like... And you're talking to your your constituents, mm-hmm. your base really is older white people who rely on social security. Them niggas are listening. And whiteness goes whiteness goes a long way, but you start fucking with old mm-hmm. white people's money. Nah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about this gentleman I work with who is at the age or pretty much near retirement and has been there for a minute. And I think he would have been out had the market not marketed. Mm-hmm this year so you talking to gentlemen like that you're talking to a lot of people who are at that age or was considering retiring early but the economy is in such a disarray right now that they have to reconsider their options if they have the privilege to do so right so a lot of companies and we'll get into that during john news they they the axe is out the hatchet is out already you're yeah, talking about thousands it's a of tough people. season. Yeah. 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 I'm C Major. You got something for the show? I called my Brody for the stash, you know he rolling the dude. He said he got a J, a hash, and now diving like school. You know it's nothing but them clouds as soon as we in the room. We knew it from this Mary Jane that a flower will go. I'm never days of being broke. Oh, yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host, T. Greasy, with my co-host, Janelle. And our producer extraordinaire. I don't like how how comfortable he is on the couch. I don't like it. I don't like how you got the hoodie up. Like he could be taking a nap in a couple, like at yeah. any moment. I don't yeah, like I don't, it. Hour, I don't, I don't like it either. Baby. I feel it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right? Just exactly. your face gone. <laughs> I'm not fucking with your setup at all. Um, let's get into some John news. Four friends who drugged their wives watched as they raped each other's partners, then congratulated each other for putting on a good show. Face jail time in Singapore. Four friends who drugged their wives watched as they raped each other's partners and congratulated each other for putting on a show. Face jail time. One woman was raped several times over a period of at least seven years by different men while unconscious, uh, having been drugged and blindfolded by her husband. This case came about when a woman found naked pictures of herself in a chat on her husband's phone. The four men who are under gag orders placed by the court pleaded guilty on Monday to two charges, each of conspiracy to rape and various other charges taken into consideration. Um, according to the channel News Asia, the main accomplice linked to their cases is a fifth man who married his wife in 2008 and with whom he has four children. The court heard the men 
became acquainted with their respective accomplices online in 2010 on the forum Sammy Boy, as well as other platforms dedicated to wife-sharing fantasies. They chatted about such fantasies, swapped details of their sex lives, and shared explicit footage and images with one another. Um, this is nasty. This yeah. is super sick. Uh, yeah. And then who dropped that in the, in the uh, group chat? God damn. Mr. Shit. Where the cat stories at? Fuck. I'd rather take Bang Bus Gator than. <laughs> you tell me to get my kittens up? <laughs> Singapore. Ugh. That's yeah. kind of disgusting. Yeah. I, I could. Disgusting. I don't know what to say. I think we're all on the same page. There's nothing to debate or. Nah. Nah. It, yeah. it was gruesome. It, fine. it, and was, I, been, it was one of them things where. Because well, uh, I. Wait, no, <laughs> no tell me what's interesting. No, the fact that I, they tell me if I misheard you, but they said the only they got caught because one of the wives found pictures. So, like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like they were unconscious. Yeah. That's nasty. Wow. You're not even safe in your own home, in your own marriage. Mm. Like that's just it's heart it's heart wrenching, man. That's gruesome. Um gentlemen I follow on social media ask the question, do straight men like women? And I spend all the rage all week. Oh, I I'm right there with you and the and the vitriol and the heat that he the the yo the quotes Mm-hmm. The homophobia, the mm-hmm. <laughs> everything that came out, and it's like slim. It, it it's a very legit the niggas question. Niggas even answer the question, or they just went on them. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, they no, just went. No. They just the hit dogs were just yeah. out there growling and barking, and oh man, it was so loud. I didn't know we had that many dogs. <laughs> I didn't know that many dogs got hit. <laughs> there were so many wild dingoes in the, in yeah, the, so the quotes. A lot of handicapped dogs out there. They all got hit. Wheelbarrow for their back legs and shit. Yeah. 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 Niggas walking around with all types of contraptions around their neck. Yeah. And it was just a simple, and it wasn't like he said all. Mm mm. It was very contextualized. Ladies ladies to examine. Yeah. Think about it. I won't go into other suggestions he made, but I I personally agree. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. But it was so crazy, though, how the comments about that, about who your ideal partner might actually be. Yep. You saw how closed minded people were. And if it's like that person might not be straight. Well, gay niggas. No, there's other things besides being gay (laughs) or being straight. If one is queer, your, your, your circle, your scope is a lot bigger. Yep. And nobody and was just, seemed to grasp that. <laughs> and black women shut him the fuck that like it wasn't just the men. Oh, no. oh it oh, wasn't no. just it wasn't one gender of dogs that got hit. <laughs> it was a lot of <laughs> Trust me. A lot of them bitches were hollering. Gay motherfuckers. Blah, 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 blah. And then and then this person who's talking clearly about how to find your person 
gets accused of trying to cause a rift between black men and women. And it's like, that's actually the opposite. opposite He really was just (laughs) men. (laughs) Like you're literally saying, expand your worldview, expand your scope of who you can date. And people with like nutrageous. I loved it though, and it I was, loved how unbothered he was. Yeah, he's he's very Did unbothered. He dropped like, <laughs> link to his mixtape like, in the thread. Yes. Like, I, <laughs> while y'all hit, I got this he should. channel. He just dropped like, the house. <laughs> yeah, right. why not? The thing about it, CJ, CJ or C, mm-hmm. C major. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> At this Fuck point, it. whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. The thing about it, C Major, is that the people who tweeted at him took pieces or saw snippets of the video, didn't mm. watch the whole 40 minutes of knowledge yeah. that he dropped or even thought to think beyond what he was saying mm-hmm. to really consider mm. what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to every word that he said, Again, he wasn't speaking about the entire heterosexual community. It was based off of a video that he posted, a TikTok, a TikTok that he found that he posted, and he took it. He took that TikTok a little bit further to examine what the young lady was saying. Mm-hmm. And in that examination, because he is fluid, he said a lot of you know, essentially was saying a lot of women. Don't even consider the don't even consider the man with the purse mm-hmm. because of what tradition has taught mm-hmm. you or whatever your upbringing is, where that man probably loves you down, could love you down, and yeah. love you the way that you mm-hmm. want to be loved, but you're so close-minded to the thought of trying to experience that with a sexually fluid mm-hmm. male. Mm-hmm. And you and, can only see that sexually fluid male as gay. Yes. And yeah. that's that's a big that's a big block. I remember I had a conversation with the kids, Grease, and they were like, Would you date somebody who was bi? And I was like, Yeah, if he's if he's truly bi. Mm-hmm. Like I won't be somebody's beard, but right. I don't have a problem with a person who has attraction for men and for women. And mm-hmm. and there was a stunned look at first. Until the conversation kept going and it sunk in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's like, and oh. it, it is something that men don't have a problem with typically. Right. That's that's the one thing I will say about the other gender. Typically, you don't have a problem with that. You don't see it as much. But it ain't because there's a little bit of pride. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. I, I was about to say that it's not yeah. for the same reason. Yeah, there's but a lot you of don't see a lot attached of attached to it. Yeah, but it's not a lot of. But but even that is healthy to a certain extent. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it's. It, I think when you fetishize, you know, when it starts to get into that, it creeps over to another lane. Then you, then it's dark. But for the most part, just in general, you don't see that. You don't see. You don't see a lot of bark when that suggestion is made. But women really need to. And own up, and he also, I, th- I think he hit a lot of dogs. <laughs> I think that was the problem. The whole post was like in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really was. It really was. Because yeah. when he said, when he said, some people can't function without dysfunction, 
And then he leaned back. I said, well, this nigga is spitting. <laughs> I said, whoa. You dropped I the straightened up. I was like, shit. yes. Yeah. Oh, slim. A lot of people don't slim. want a healthy relationship. Yeah. It was a lot of jewels that he that he dropped in there. And people are closed-minded, so they didn't. They didn't. St- they didn't stay for the whole for the whole lesson. All right, let's move on. Diddy, I helped give Elon the bird. Diddy played a secret role in Elon Musk's um, takeover of Twitter. We've learned he was among the investors who helped Elon buy the bird app. Sources close to Diddy tell TMZ the music and fashion mogul invested north of ten million for the social media service. Um, Elon bought Twitter last month for forty four billion. Um, with the help of wealthy investors and loans from Wall Street banks, which is always hilarious to me if you're so rich. Never mind. Mm. Um, some of those investors reportedly include Saudi Arabian Prince, uh, Twitter co-founder, uh, Diddy's eight-figure investment weren't... Uh, as for Diddy's eight-figure investment, we're told his strategy always resolves revolves around having a seat at the table to represent our sources say Diddy and the rest of Elon Twitter's Twitter investors believe in Elon's mission for a bird app for the bird app is for what that vision is. Our sources are mom. Um, having a seat at the table is one thing, but if you don't have a vote, because I'm looking at 44 billion and 10 million. And let me explain something to the people in the back that don't understand. <laughs> It don't feel like being a hundred air and a thousand air is different. Yeah, like in 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 lamest terms, we sitting here, we all went from making, you know, we all started at a part time job or something, mm-hmm. where we got a check every two weeks that was, you know, less than a thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, am I safe in assuming that? Mm-hmm. Like we we all had mm-hmm. one of those jobs. I, I'm looking at Juicy Major because I don't know what the what what the what the money was. So I went from making, you know, I went from a part-time job making like four to $500 every week to, and then it just kind of, you found yourself getting a thousand dollar check fairly quickly. If you're lucky, I'm going to say just, you know, for, for us right here, let me tell you how different a million and a billion is. There, there are so many, first of all, the number of millionaires out in the world, Mm. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You have athletes, you have singers, you have entertainers, you have yeah. CEOs, dentists. you have dentists. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot yeah. of them. The billion, though, it's, it's a, that, that's different. The one, the 1%, that's right? <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> that's different. Yeah. yeah, the the gap between million and billion is way different than the gap between any other comma drop mm-hmm. if that makes any other comma mm-hmm. jump if that makes sense it's incredibly difficult for millionaires to get to the beat like yeah like did he said he talking like he at the same table like his table is down no the hall. no yeah. he at the kids table oh, oh eight figures they not y'all, even y'all in- they not in they not even putting his fries in the duck confit he getting regular <laughs> But let me Peanut tell you, oil fries, you know. What let I'm me saying? tell you how white supremacy works, though, because Elon has really not shown us anything, but that he can acquire stake in businesses, and and those businesses make money. 
the belief in his vision came from where? What is his vision? <laughs> exactly. And there was no scrutiny and there was no questioning because mm-hmm. this is because I'm you you know my steez. You know when we was talking about them Bama the uh the Fugazi Bama who was who was scamming them bitches. If you mm-hmm. that if you that man, why do you need mine? Right. <laughs> so that question would have come up immediately. But then mm-hmm. to have people at Tesla who knew who know Elon, Bama's at PayPal who knew him and say, yo, he comes in with some shit that's already fixed. And this and this crazy tyrant behavior that we're seeing, they said the only no the difference. only difference is it's on a forum that's public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's erratic and irrational and stupid over at Tesla. He was er- everywhere he goes. So there's no track record of him being this genius that people want to put on him. And they, they, I mean, they put that cloak on him. They raised him up. They talked about how, how, how revolutionary he was. And he did nothing. See, major that car already existed that business already existed and the fascination with his timing because that's what it's really about mm-hmm. it's just identifying the timing in which to to put your money into a business um got translated into him being a genius that, that I, I, like being yeah, a tech yeah, that's why guru. I, I think he's a gen- he's a t- a timing genius sure that's a skill. Yo, you a genius to me if you spend your eight dollars and you bring down Lily and you bring down they stock. Mm. For real, you you a genius to me mm-hmm. and when Lockheed Martin stock plummets because you talking about who you not gonna sell like just the thought process to go in and do that shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that shit lasted what? It was something crazy, like seventeen. 18 hours or something. <laughs> they was like, oh, no, no, no. We can't let anybody come in here and pay for oh, yeah. verification. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo. The power has always been with the people, but the people don't have access to the resources to really make moves with that power, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We, we, scared of, we scared of 1% every, ever so, you know, every couple of years we, we give them a good scare and then we, we're just not able to cross that next threshold of getting getting the true power getting access to the to the resources to really flip this shit you know to flip it over and you know i this is not even me i don't even know why i'm saying this let me stop talking this is not my shit at all yeah. what the fuck am i talking about get resources to, to flip the power structure what the fuck that shit? No, I'm I'm trying to become a billionaire. I told I told it was I told y'all it was hard for y'all. I'm on my way, baby. <laughs> shit. Let's move on. Tyson Food CFO arrested for public intoxication after falling asleep inside stranger's house. Mm. Well, you stop poisoning your chickens. Wait. <laughs> What's the what's the order of operation? What do you need to do? First, stop poisoning the chickens. <laughs> then that poison won't. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> then it won't, you know, mix all crazy yeah. with the alcohol you're mm, drinking. Okay. 
And then you won't find yourself in somebody else's house sleeping. Warming up chicken tenders and shit. But you got. And then I'm not really, uh, you know what? He's a little bit of a peasant because how could you miss? If I'm, a, <laughs> can I get on my asshole shit? Why real is he a peasant, yeah, Breeze? What? I'm. I shouldn't be. I sh- there's no way in the world you would mistake. I would mistake my house. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> if I'm the CFO of Tyson Food, what neighborhood he really in? Yeah. Right. Okay. Why are you so close to this other house? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of house are you in, bruh? There'll be no mistaking. You kidding me? There's not another house for miles. (laughs) Right. Terrible. Chief Financial Officer John R. Tyson. There's another problem there. Was arrested early Sunday morning after he was found sleeping in a house that wasn't his own. A Fayetteville, Arkansas woman arrived home and found Tyson, 32, asleep in her bed around 2 a.m. Like, he didn't even notice that these, the, the yeah, bed like, was wrong. Like, he walked past a lot of shit to get to, like, the bedroom's well, not by the front door. Too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if I'm a CFO of Tyson, yeah. Yeah, you in a neighborhood where your your master suite shouldn't yeah. be right by the front. Like, you walk past a lot of shit that wasn't yours. <laughs> not enough doors on the garage. Unidentified. Like yeah, Slim. Where'd you park? Is it yeah. a circular driveway? Why, why, why does everything match with this lady? <laughs> like, what's going on here? The unidentified woman said that she did not know Tyson and called the police to report an intruder. She reportedly told dispatchers that she may have left her front door unlocked, and that that could have been how Tyson got inside her home. The responding officer said that Tyson was mostly unresponsive at the scene. And that he attempted to go back to sleep after police started speaking with him. The officers also said that they could smell alcohol on Tyson's breath and body. So if she tends to leave her door unlocked, there might not have been another house for miles. He just might have been at the wrong area. He was on April 10th. He should have stopped at 7. I feel you. (laughs) No, he's a peasant for getting that drunk. Like at that point... We don't drink like that no more. What are you doing here? Mm. Oculus founder builds VR headset that kills user if they get if they die in game. Why would you build this? What's up? Who the fuck? Who fuck built this? Lex oh, okay. Luger, like <laughs> Lex Luger, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lex. I, I like made Lex Luger first. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Luger. He was evil too. Fuck it. (laughs) Yes. Good job. Oculus founder and defense contractor. There you go. That's underlined in the. There you go, right there. That's who made it. A defense contractor. Palmer Lucky claims to have built a VR headset that, should its wearer's avatar die in a game, blows up the user's head with explosive (laughs) charges, charge modules. And then he says, ha, 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 cool. (laughs) The idea of tying your real life to your virtual avatar has always fascinated me. You instantly raise the stakes to the maximum level and force people to fundamentally rethink how they interact with the virtual world. And the players inside uh, it. So, I'm about to say, the things, sick shit. Like, yeah. niggas want to do real shit in VR, but it, it, dying isn't one of the things. Like, 
They want to be able to, like, I want to <laughs> get some pussy. Dying yeah, like, on your list. want to drink in VR and get drunk, Although, like, sure. But, like, nah. <laughs> I might be rolling with this. In the case of those sickos that like to go in uh, in the metaverse and harass oh, yeah, people. Yeah. Maybe you're maybe you're maybe you do a two instead of going to like a prison, you go to virtual prison and you attach this device to your head like you you have to be on your best behavior. And you must wear and you must exist in the metaverse for at least a month like that's yeah, your sentence. Man. So all of that. Yeah, sounds say, what year are we in when this is the punishment? <sighs> this is some black mirror <laughs> shit. I'm on. I'm, I'm rolling you with it. Yeah, I might roll with that Please as a let punishment. The machine, let the machines roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Miss Janelle. I think one day, I, one day soon, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you just started every morning with the machines didn't kill us yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> where are the machines? <laughs> what are you doing? Instead of a good morning, have yeah. the nice day. Oh, I'm you get still your here. laptop, and then you just disappointed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can see Miss Janelle laying her laptop on her neck. <laughs> I made it machine. so easy. Please, little just machine. Just surrounding her shit with all types of appliances and shit. Yeah, yeah. put it in bed and shit. Like, <laughs> Come get me, machine. Please. <laughs> Oh shit! Talking shit to the appliances too, like what? <laughs> you a bitch ass, you a bitch ass blender. Like, come fuck with me to the blender. It's nuts. <laughs> you set the toaster outside the bathtub. Leap if, leap if you feel the frog. You know? what, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> what you? What you got to say now? <laughs> Ain't nothing to face an opportunity, baby. <laughs> That's it's all wild. More than fifty high school students might have to retake the SAT after their test flew out of a UPS truck. That had nothing to do with me. That had nothing to do with me. Because fuck that. Mm -mm. You're not gonna put me through that stress and anxiety again. Fuck out of here. Nope. Keyword there is May. (laughs) May had to come up with a plan. UPS driver (laughs) taking some shit. (laughs) <laughs> right? Shit. The incident affected students who took the SAT on October 27th. Uh, Liza Rodriguez, Chief Communications Officer of the El Paso Independent School District, told BuzzFeed News video on social media showed the test flying through the air and scattered on the ground after falling out of the truck. Well, if there's video footage, somebody need to go f- over there. Go why over there. Why am I doing this shit online? Like, why the fuck are you still? You probably still got to pop the little tag on it with your pen. Mm. Like, why are oh we still gosh. doing shit the archaic way? Why didn't they just? I'm sorry. Jobs. Who's gonna make those? Who's then gonna put the tags in the like subpar <laughs> schools? Like, nigga, you came from where, and you <laughs> we got to meet up here. <laughs> yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to take mine at my high school, yeah, but I get I what you say, Z Major. Like a lot of people tested yeah, in some fucked up places. Yeah, I went to a school that was at the time had a pretty high like STD rate. And granted, we just sitting in chairs, but you know the teenage <laughs> mind niggas just worried about shit. I don't want to use the bathroom in there and shit because 
unless house shit passes. <laughs> oh gosh. That's what my man told me. The teenage mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Let's move on. TSA agent finds gun inside raw chicken at Florida oh. Airport. Why is a raw flicking <laughs> raw a raw chicken, raw chicken at the airport? The chicken was the issue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have a problem with the gun. I'm used to I'm used to yeah. the gun at the airport story. It's the raw chicken that's fucking me up. What did that chicken touch? Was it on the belt? Yeah. Where where did it, the, it looked no. like it was loosely wrapped in like grocery, like a grocery bag, <laughs> plastic bag. Like it was <laughs> and that's no yeah. seal, no zip. That's my concern. Cause even if the dude was like, This is just my decoy, like where do you where at what airport do you think you're just getting this raw chicken through? Like regardless of whether it's a strap in it or not. Like I the raw chicken's getting pulled out the bag, B. Like <laughs> I'ma get this raw chicken yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> and you think a raw chicken is not something that would need to be <laughs> investigated, my dude? Like months ahead of Thanksgiving, Christmas, like like it's, it's no reason for any nigga in October to be traveling with a raw chicken. Oh shit! Interesting enough, both fresh and cooked meats are permitted to be in carry-on bags, <laughs> which is a problem. I don't, I don't like, like that, that at, all. at all. Yeah, I don't need no raw meat. You telling me salmonella could be dripping onto my carry-on bag? Like, yes. come on, B. Yes, you mm-hmm. could. You could place your bag in the overhead compartment next to somebody else who's transporting raw, raw, raw chicken, raw pork. <laughs> Shit, oh, trichinosis could be. Oh, <laughs> You got a tapeworm club crawling into my shit. Yeah, <laughs> just just making its way into your into your skivvies. <laughs> Skivvy tapeworms is why. <laughs> Whipping out your drawers. Miss Janelle said someone on Twitter called it a Glock a doodle do. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> shit made me whimper. I'm not going to lie. Glock a doodle do had me so fucked up. It took me to understand how long it took me to put that in the chat. Because when I saw that shit. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I had, to, I had to show Mr. Titan that one. I was like, "Cuz I know you're firm believer, staying dangerous at all times, but please." And this I know that, you, and I know you're also bound to potentially fry turkey or chicken at any time too. But I need you to, yeah. This is what nuts. if somebody left their Glock in their turkey and, and dropped, dropped that bitch? Well. <laughs> That's a wild thing. That's a wild Thanksgiving massacre right there, Slim. <laughs> oh, shit. That's tough. Uh, too many rich people invested in Airbnbs. Now they're sitting empty. A record-breaking 1.3 million stays are unoccupied, according to a new study. Here's the issue. I talked to our realtor about this as well. It was, it was, it's one of those things where somebody says, you know how much money you can make? Mm-hmm. And then everybody jumps on. 
But with everybody jumping into the business of short stay rentals, uh, you you outnumber the demand eventually. At some point, you outnumber the demand and the margins have to shrink because everybody's got to everybody. Everybody went to Ikea, and bought the same cubby like you're not. Nobody's out here shining to an extent. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fucking million dollar properties that were being rented at a crazy clip, they don't want the they don't they have so many rules and guidelines on the rentals that it makes it it doesn't make it advantageous to rent them anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would rent those bigger houses in Manchester to a nice little gathering, whether you know, uh hire a chef, have a good little time in another city. And it was a great way to get away and also try to stay safe during COVID. We're coming out of the I don't I don't even like saying it. COVID the the government wants you to believe that COVID is going away. <laughs> right. And so opportunities, those financial opportunities are shifting towards actual vacations out of the country, back to the normal vacationing spots, or even some new untapped uh, international locations. This whole short-term rental situation, the business isn't there anymore. Also, another thing that changed during that Height was just the rules and the regulations and people came and trashed your shit and there was really nothing that you could do to recover the fun like the the type of behaviors that were happening in some of these short-term rentals people would come and steal your shit you can't have nice shit in there you had to play this nice little balancing act of cheap shit and 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 making it appear nice so you can attract a, a certain uh so you can attract the money that you were requiring for the rental. It's a lot. It was a lot more complicated than people would ha- than people uh, said back in the day when it was first popping off, when it was really gaining a lot of um, popularity. And there was no price control. And then people who were looking to get rich were outpricing hotel because it, it was a time where Airbnb wasn't less expensive alternative to going mm-hmm. to a hotel that died. And then you're oh, thinking, yeah. Oh, now I got to do these cleaning fees and all of these other things. Why the fuck wouldn't I just go to a hotel? And they, and they didn't understand how most people vacation. So it makes good sense to just go to a hotel for, for mm-hmm. most people. But it made me think about that show we was watching Greece where all that lady was on the the buy my house joint, all she was on was the potential for short-term rental. And it's like, yo, first of all, people need those places as a place to live. That's number one. And so that was a big factor in making the market go stupid. And um, yeah, it just, it's not a sustainable model because you're not offering Mm -hmm. now, you're not offering a better product than hotels and resorts. So you're really not. And and what you did, what they did in the short term, I know I noticed it and I talked to my mom about this because we both had to book rooms at hotels in the interim. The prices of hotels have gone up because they're trying to compete. Well, you you you've made it such that um 
hotels have had to step their game up. So I do appreciate that part. A lot, so a lot of hotels start to remodel and update mm-hmm. at a faster clip than they normally would. Mm-hmm. But at the same time with that became the increase. Um, so, you know, for example, I, I drove up to the DMV last week. I decided to leave in the evening and spend the night in North Carolina, a place where I would have typically spent about a hundred bucks, if that, for one night for like six hours, just to, you know, catch catch some Z's real quick, get up in the morning and go. Now those prices are one seventy, one eighty, two hundred dollars for for one night. That's crazy. You know, I've taken you know, Miss Chanel, C Major. You know, we we typically drive. You know, a lot, road tripping is not outside of our paradigm for a lot of quick, you know, domestic getaways or what have mm-hmm. you. You got to really think about it now because the pricing for vacation stays is going up. Uh, I mean, those were Miami prices that I paid to stay in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a wild, that's a wild price to pay for one night in Greensboro where I paid that to stay on the beach in Miami, like maybe you know a few years ago Mm -hmm. so all that stuff is related um i know we talked about the election already but see major posted a tweet that i found hilarious (laughs) asking me to vote when i chose the wrong baby daddy is crazy that kind of speaks to the voter turnout that you mentioned (laughs) (laughs) janelle (laughs) i saw a lot of a lot of baby mothers was reflecting on this post it's like, am I qualified? <laughs> uh, let's move on. D.C. Attorney General sues Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder and the NFL for deceiving for deceiving residents. I think a lot of people conveniently forgot to mention the NFL is also included in this lawsuit. They concentrated a lot on the Commanders, but if the NFL was responsible for holding uh responsible for performing the investigation on the Washington commanders, then they would be including this lawsuit lawsuit as well. I think this lawsuit is amazing. Um, I know it's going to hurt the team in the short run, but in the long run, you, you, you know, you got to hit rock bottom and I've been waiting for this team to hit rock bottom. I've been waiting for it. It, it needs to be, Destroy it needs to be rebuilt from the foundation, top down. And, and if this is what it's going to take to get the change that we desperately need for that organization, then I'm all for it. I will take the next mm-hmm. six years of mm-hmm. whatever. I'm I'm fine. I've been dealing with bullshit. I've been dealing with a terrible product anyway. What's 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 changing? You're running, baby. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not opposed to this investigation. I'm all for it. Um, I kind of knew something was coming down the line. See, Major, I don't know if you picked up on it, but Snyder started dressing different. You know what I'm saying? Like the beard was growing. I was like, when he turned into into Alec Baldwin and fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) The timing of the sale Mm -hmm. talk. I think is interesting. I think he's getting pressure from the NFL. I think he's mm-hmm. getting pressure from. They wrote a greasy letter to the Attorney General, though, which was interesting. <laughs> the NFL or, or the Commanders? 
Well, he 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 is snide. Like here's what I here's what I found interesting about of, this whole thing. That, right? that percentage of motherfuckers who is just different. So he don't believe he's going to get in trouble. Mm. However, he is stressed. He he he's he's stressed about this is about selling the team is his only way out. Mm. That's what he's stressed about. That's why he's dressing like white guilt right now. Like the <laughs> the motherfucker. You know how uh, Madoff looked before. <laughs> exactly the white guilt look. I have not seen this nigga. I don't know. Like when when Major was talking about his being, I, I had no idea. As soon as you said he's dressing like white guilt, the picture just. <laughs> shot up. I was like, oh, hey. There's there's a clear distinction between when rich white billionaire men. When they find out that they got to do something yeah. drastic to get the fuck to to avoid jail or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it is, they like you said, there's a seven o'clock shadow. <laughs> he, he, he used to be in yeah. three piece suits. Now he's in khakis yeah, yeah. and a polo. It's ill fitted. He looks nuts. Yeah. And he's giving me that that burnt that uh, that made off vibe right now. Like uh, he, yeah. the jig is up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, he had no, he, he, I think for so long he's been steadfast and just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, proclaiming that he'll never change the name of the team. He made a lot of proclamations. And so when I was reading the article here that kind of detailed some of the bullshit that was going on within the organization, I could clearly see him saying this because he's made press, you know, he's released Mm -hmm. PR statements that of the same tone. Mm. It's not far fetched to hear him say some of these things to hear or or to believe that he would say some of these things. He feel he he's lived a life of not being touched, right. of being untouchable. So now that the shit is hitting the fan, the whole social climate has changed, and now he has to face the reality that he's no longer going to be able to run this organization the way he wants to it's a lot easier for him to just remove himself from it than to deal with, because this isn't his only source of money. He's trying right. to, he's in self-preservation mode. Mm-hmm. I would much rather sell this team and get the fuck out than to have them come after my entire livelihood. So this is what we're seeing. And I hope they're able to make headway on that. Please, I really man. do. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers. Cause he he moved from his uh his home country like the same year, I think, yeah, the same year that they uh the la- the last year they won the uh, bowl, and so like, but mm-hmm. he was like he wasn't into American football at that time. So when everybody was celebrating, he he didn't get a chance to to experience that, and never since then. So he's kind of been mm-hmm. going through the same shit. Never really seen success out of this team. We was talking, was like, bro, I I don't care who it is, I don't care. At this point, it just can't be this nigga. And mm. this is, like you said, this is. I care. I don't have that ma- that many years guess- left, see, Major. Like, you have a few <laughs> more years. Shit sounds so sad. I'm looking at a shorter, I'm looking at a shorter window here. So yeah. I do care yeah. who's next. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need it to be the right. Gotta, yeah, nah, yeah. The, the right team to to come in and and do the thing the the person I want Miss Janelle mentioned a few weeks ago this and it's not gonna happen Byron has upset yeah. too many too many people I I would love yeah. it though I would 
Do you understand? They could go zero and forty-seven. But I'm gonna go ahead and these niggas. I would. I would rep. Black, green, and red uniforms. I would rep. This nigga. (laughs) That shit would be the Washington Africans, and I'm here for it. Washington Africans is wild as shit. Shit. (laughs) The Washington abolitionists. I'm here for it. Miss Janelle would be a fan. (laughs) (laughs) We could get her back watching the NFL. I'm, I'm, I, I hate I hate what's happening the the chitlining of these brothers' brains, but <laughs> <they're still> <laughs> but to represent the abolitionists, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on. Vogue has an easy case and lawsuit against Drake at Twenty One Savage. Experts say I feel like this is an open and shut case. Actually. <laughs> Much like why did they actually do print ups of that and distribute it? Vogue owns the typeface, Vogue owns Vogue owns everything that might look like Vogue. And them niggas tried it. <laughs> this reminds me of when Diddy Pharrell and um went to Cavassier and was like, Hey, pay us for making the Kavasi pass the Cavassier song and Cavassier why would we do that it's already a hit thank you right and and we'll do you the favor of not suing you for using right. our brand hmm. <laughs> right. like, you actually owe us one <laughs> right <sighs> boyfriend of American woman found dead in Mexico City Airbnb shares final fearful messages this shit I I shed a tear reading this one, you know. This was scary. Um, this again goes to renting outside of a hotel, um, entrusting private ownership and private management of vacation stays in this cautionary tale. Uh, these three these three um, Americans were found dead in a Mexican apartment um, that they rented for vacation. And apparently it was due to carbon monoxide poisoning, mm-hmm. if I'm recalling that correctly. And the boyfriend of one of the vacationers uh, came forward and told of his last interactions via phone calls and text messages with his girlfriend. Super scary to hear or to read um, how she was falling ill, how she wasn't sure what it was, how he thought maybe she was drugged and just a reminder of how dangerous carbon monoxide is. And for those of you who are living in uh, managed buildings to make sure that ask them how, you know, are their detectors up to date? Have they been Mm -hmm. inspected? I know for us, we replaced a bunch of shit here. It was very important to not only have a smoke detector, but a carbon monoxide Mm Because it is something that you can't smell, you cannot identify. So, very important when, reminder. When did this Super happen? Sad was this story. recent or was this a couple months ago? Yeah, okay, it was recent. I was about to say, because our yeah. building did, yeah. they came through a couple months ago, did some shit out. Normally, shit don't happen unless some shit like this happen. And then the memo get mm. put out. I also... They should, they should check them every six months, though. So yeah. Just to be... You know, you can hold them accountable for that. I think the fire department recommends that those detectors be checked every six months. Mm-hmm. 
But also, when you go to a foreign country, um, the times that, again, the times that I've traveled out of the country, we go to hotels or resorts or whatever, and we get a card or something, a pamphlet, there's a booklet in the room that tells you how to contact emergency services and things of that nature. If you find yourself out of the country, you know, in the United States, we know you can just call 911 wherever you are. Um, but figure out how you can contact your emergency services, because I think a piece of that was, you know, she's calling who she knows in a mm-hmm. situation like that and might not have been aware of how to contact um, emergency services in Mexico. So that's a that's the thing that you need to really yep. focus on um, if you are traveling abroad and you might be staying in a private rental um to, to get that out of the way first. And hopefully if the if the company or the person is responsible, they'll have that information posted somewhere. But always know how you can contact emergency services wherever you are. Another thing to mention is this is I know a lot of folks don't utilize travel agents anymore. But that's one of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. That's one of the services you get from booking through a travel agent is that they typically, a good one, I'll I'll preface with a good one, a good one will have all of that information for you, will make sure that you're aware of who to call, what, where to go. Usually that is included in the package when you book through a travel agent, and that's why they have jobs, because they, mm-hmm. they, it is their job to make sure that you have a safe, an enjoyable vacation. Let's move on. A Lithuanian chip company called Chaz Chips released a potato chip that is allegedly flavored like a woman's vagina. How did they come up with the unique flavor? This is a description from their website on the extensive flavor selection process. You ready for this? See, Major, you sound you look curious. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. This smells fishy. <laughs> Major think that every 28th chip tastes like pennies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, like I said, it smells fishy. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> we took the development of this flavor very seriously and selected the five bravest and most experienced team members, boys and girls, and sent them on an individual hunts to come back with a fresh list of flavors. At the same time, other colleagues were Googling in forums, comments, and found dozens of opinions from different countries what the pussy tastes like. <laughs> from dozens of samples provided by them, we selected a few that were closest to the task, adjusted the portions, the proportions of the ingredients, and we managed to reflect this taste as close as possible. See, Major, will you buy I'm some Chaz pussy flavor chips? Yeah, no? Yeah. Okay. Thank God. I'm, I'm good, too. I'm <laughs> you like, sure? Yeah, I'm not, no. Because <laughs> here's the problem. Mm. Not every vagina is the same. So, uh, I don't know what these flavor mm. profilers went out yeah. and sampled to come up with their Flavor for vagina chips. Yeah. I'm good. 
I know how I like my vagina to taste. Everybody's palate ain't the same. So, yeah, you're right. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Cruise ship with 800 COVID cases docks in Sydney because Australia's not letting them in. (laughs) If you do not recall, Australia was one of those countries that locked it all the way down. Like, all the way down. And had some of the... the smallest, if not the smallest amount of COVID cases. So this boat will remain out to sea. (laughs) (laughs) No excursions, no visits. No, no, no. no. You can't see nothing going on in Australia right now. I feel like there might be a few canoes being rolled out there with, you know, dry goods, <laughs> MREs, you know what I'm saying, to keep them alive, but <laughs> no. And I watched a documentary not too long ago how cruise ships work. They serve a lot of mm-hmm. fresh foods from different, mm-hmm. every port they stop at, they're switching out, they're getting rid of their garbage, they're bringing in new goods, so... You got to stay 10 days out here or five days out here no. with no fresh sewage exchange. No. <laughs> oh, God. Slim. Oh, that's just nasty. So nasty. I, I, I don't have nothing else. Sorry. That's enough. Colorado <laughs> passes uh, universal free lunch for students. Good shit, Colorado. Yeah. They're always way ahead of the Good game. Good job. Yes. Good shit. Need it everywhere. That's mm-hmm. all I got for that. U.S. seeks 15 years for Elizabeth Holm over Theranos, Theranos fraud. She's another one that doesn't like to admit that she she still thinks oh, her shit. shit works. She in space, it's, young. She <laughs> looks I don't know. I don't know if she's okay, honestly. She went to court and still proclaimed that her technology works. She's in yeah, she's there's something wrong with her. Yeah, I saw snippets of the trial. I was like, oh, 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 she's certified. Mm-hmm. She don't. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and they so talk she's about going time. to jail now. I said that's dope. Like you, you don't. I'm, I'm sorry, that's not dope. That's job fire. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you rarely see that type of accountability mm-hmm. in these situations. Yeah, very rare. Very rare for that race to feel that kind of. Mm-hmm. Pay too, but you dealing with a bunch of people's lives, man. Yeah. And even that that doesn't really matter in a lot of these cases. It's <laughs> that still, wasn't it? <laughs> that, right. that had nothing to do with the charges that, that yeah, these people right. weren't getting properly diagnosed. No, it had to do with embarrassing rich white men. Mm-hmm. That's what this was about. That's it for John News, Miss Janelle. Do you have a touchy subject for us? It's real, real, real slight. Let's do, uh, it. do we have a black community? You said it's real slight. <laughs> See, man, that be that shit, man. That's why I smoke this young nigga weed. To avoid questions like this. <laughs> hmm. No. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Can, do y'all care to expand? 
I don't think there's a white community. I don't think there's a community by race. I think a lot of other factors play a, a role in what your community is. I think community, I think race is like maybe the first layer of it. You know, like I naturally attract or am drawn to people who look like me. Um, but once, uh, like we was just, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be included in the episode or not, but like we were talking, like once you start, once you start talking stupid, I do a 180 on you quick. So just like our grandparents could give a fuck about the black <laughs> contestants mm-hmm. on a game show when they start fucking up, it's fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so age, race, like-mindedness. Yeah, ideology. Um, hobbies. Mm-hmm. Those type of things kind of draw you to your community. I don't think it's necessarily a race thing, though. Yeah, kind of. Because it's too many. It's too many motherfuckers. I mean, Herschel Walker is, <laughs> is is tied right now. Like, I'm living in a state where that's not that's not the case. Yeah, I I I I kind I kind of I can say I I agree with that. Um, is this like in reference to people's like response towards how they say the Jewish community is moving and? getting things done or handled when, you know, shit happens or is said against them? That The the question wasn't based okay. on that, but I just, it was actually in reference to things that I saw um, about Stacey Abrams, actually, mm-hmm. and people discussing the black community and what, and how she should have phrased things and how, you know, but a lot of nuance yeah. was lost in what happened with that campaign. But then I was thinking, like, is there a black community? It's t- because I hear when when it's time, when when a black person becomes aggrieved, then the community talk pipes mm-hmm. up, yeah. even though that particular black person that folks are rallying around might not have ever appeared to give a fuck about. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Anyone else, <laughs> you know. Saw that Friday. <laughs> Locally. At yeah, State so- Farm Arena. <laughs> <laughs> that so shit pissed me like, off. Yeah. I was like, Don't- are, are we kidding ourselves? Is, the, is there truly a black community? When we think about what community means, um, and I, I I fuck with what you said, Greece. That there's a lot of things to it because, oh, with when we were discussing the homie on Twitter who was bringing up, you know, mm-hmm. the dynamics between cis het men and their relationship with women. People were like, you know, he's trying to divide black men and women, and people were like, he he's a black person. Why? And then he's like, he's not part of the community for real. He's not a real man, and so it turns into. Mm. You know, that schism where we see Mm -hmm. if I could separate you by my perception of your sexuality, if I could separate you by your socioeconomic status, if I could separate you 
by your beliefs or your lack thereof or whatever. But it it seems like something that gets thrown around or brought up. Like you said, Major as well. Like when when people like nobody was saying mm-hmm. nothing when so and so did this right. and this and this to black folks, but the Jewish community comes right. together and then it's like, but is there is there a black community to right. come together? Yeah. Why why didn't black folks get mad? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I saw it I found it interesting in the comments about Ye where when his anti Semitism was brought up, black folks who caped for him before suddenly understood the anti-blackness that he spoke earlier and then was like, nobody said that when he was making anti-black statements. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you knew those statements were anti-black, but you but don't care until... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> until you see him getting consequences for his comments about mm-hmm. Jewish people. Now it's nobody cared. Well, well if the so-called black community right. didn't care... Why would your oppressor care? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, that that was really, you know, it was a culmination of a lot of things that made me think, is there truly a black community? And people were like, we can't, we need to come together as a people. And and then it's like, can we? <laughs> is and, and the way they mentioned the Jewish community is is bloviated. There's a lot Fuck of there's up, a lot. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> we getting money over here. We talk different. Fuck them <laughs> up with the vocabulation. There's a lot. There's a lot of bullshit in that statement. It's not the Jewish community. It's a select few. It's a select few that have the power. Who I know a lot of where their power lies. Exactly. And and that's where the disconnect is, Miss Janelle. I'm sitting here listening to you go through. I'm, I was I was fat. I was fixated on what C Major said about the Jewish community, and I was like, "That's the missing component." There's more people of the Jewish community that are in places of power to do stuff like that versus the black community. Whereas the our, but I, to, I'm sorry to cut you off, but. I, yeah, well, no, like go our, ahead, go ahead. Our leaders are in the entertainment arena, which is a lot of them are actually friends with this nigga. <laughs> so, like, it, we, we're left in a tough space when we're looking for leaders to make change, especially re- when the. Well, we don't yeah, have leaders yeah, in those spaces. In those, yeah, in those. That's the difference. Spaces. Yeah, so yeah. They're, there's, they're, they're not leaders, they're still mm-hmm. working for somebody. So when you talk about ownership, your Byron mm-hmm. Allens of the world is who I'm talking about. There's not a lot about trust. There's a difference between Byron and and what what most of us consider a black leader. You don't hear Byron's name mentioned. This is this again. I go back to the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. It's totally different, and we need more Byrons to be in those positions so that Kanye gets checked immediately. Shit gets checked immediately. We shut down shit immediately. Well, not we, but that those folks in those levels can shut that shit down immediately. Like the Jewish, like the quote unquote Jewish community does. But the numbers are, are far less that have that kind of access, power, money, 
to make those kind of moves. I think that's the issue. We looking at we still think it's small, man. We looking at Jay Z yeah, and them, and that's cute. But he just got there. Dang. Oh, uh, Miss Janelle just, just, just she got booted out the fucking club, <laughs> young. Hey, she ain't freezing nothing. That motherfucker just nah. The square just <laughs> left. Yeah, but, but you no, see what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah, as far like, as that, like, and that's exactly what I'm saying. We we looking at niggas like Hove, and like you said, Hove just. He's just entering into this realm where he kind of has to walk on eggshells to get comfortable where he's yeah. at. He got to still maneuver and figure out how to assimilate first and then, you know, make this major mark. To, but to give him his credit, you know, there's a lot of shit that he does do that, you know, he he's not in the headlines for. But yeah, yeah it's, it's tiptoeing. Tip yeah. It's tiptoeing. He's trying to he's trying to get there and not. And not mm-hmm. bust a few eggs. Byron yeah, bust all the eggs. He's walking just on empty crates at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's and and to me that's a that's you talk about risk takers and and people who are uh, able to make those type of marks. That's the type of guy I want to represent when when the mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. And we need more we need more people like that in those positions. But that's just you know. When you was when you brought up the Jewish mm-hmm. community and that, I was like, oh, the, the, yeah, I think that's the disconnect. We think it's too small. We want yeah, LeBron and them to do some shit. Like, what the fuck? Yes. I think it goes back to what we were talking about with the election and and also what we were talking about with every now and then we we get together we do some shit we game stop them we we you know why why we, do you we boycott think that something we so many people raise a little stink on social media somebody level. has to your, issue an apology worker bees but it never translates to real people who change. are just we here, get placated don't with feel like short shit they can power all a these movement. companies that right. we yeah everybody put that black black square up on Instagram but what what kind of real change happened yeah I, 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 what what where did the money I, go I think it comes from not being being afraid of not seeing that direct. people want to want to put in you know little work and see big impact but uh, I can speak from experience I had a coach in a uh, you know little league basketball and I'm only imagining that his experience and the change that you he probably was able to bring forth box. in just his small <laughs> amount of young you know black youth that he dealt with on a day to day he's now I, I don't know what his results were but he was running for some sort of elected uh, official for this uh, midterm so like I think that change comes with taking the small steps and understand that, you know, this little shit does matter and can make change. It's actually where it really needs to start. And then it could go from there. I just think more people just need to be willing to to take those steps. And then we can start to at least have like, even if even if it's not one monolith black community, there's a community within. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> there's a community <laughs> within each, you know, each uh 
each com- each section or neighborhood of where black people reside. Like there's this PG community, there's the the Moco community, you know, wherever your your impact mm-hmm. is affecting change. So I that's just something to take into account. That, that young boy <laughs> <we> fuck, <laughs> fuck <him. laughs> Major break yeah, acting. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, take man, those steps. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ink is disappearing before our eyes. For real. That's a great one, though, Miss Chanel. Appreciate it. Did you want to close on something or you want to add? Oh, nice. No, that was good. That was a good discussion. Um, <laughs> See, Major, we, I don't know. I, I hate that. I'll check to see the if the ambition was there, though. Was I feel like I did it there. and I just didn't. But, <laughs> I feel like we're no, waiting no, on no, me. No. If I'm be no. honest, you waiting on me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was ready to take <laughs> accountability. I was ready because I know I had checked. So nope. Just ping Indeed. me when that's ready. So the producers, you have a producers episode in the can. We just need to do what we need to do to make that available for you. And if you're not a producer and want to become a producer, go to realsandfeels.com. Click the menu button. There is a link there to donate. And to become a monthly donor, <laughs> your donations help us keep this thing afloat, pay some of our bills. Uh, this janky piece of software, this cable oh, okay. that cut out on us, this the software that kicked Miss Janelle out for some strange reason. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But trust and believe we do utilize those funds for this. And honestly, we need more. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, do that on realsandfeels.com. We are Reels and Feels on Twitter and Instagram. I'm T. Greasy on Twitter and Instagram. Mr. Janelle, I saw something interesting on your Twitter. Kick me smooth out the club. <laughs> I was like, they're probably talking some good shit. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to listen to the show. <laughs> I'm outside. <laughs> Is Mastodon fun? Nick's just looking. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know where Lonnie... Is going to take Twitter in the next few weeks. Um, so I'm also on Mastodon, Devious Dose at BlackTwitter.io. Um, and then Twitter and Instagram, I'm Devious Dose. I don't do much. But yeah. uh, if you follow. That's wild. I, I really just, I really just said it We didn't even touch on what he's doing. I follow some people who have also set we'll, up. We'll We're let not some doing of that anything shape. over there yet. Um. Same but thing if Twitter with Zuckerberg. Implodes, that motherfucker, like that video he released was there, nuts. Yeah. You know, it hurts me. I, and I'm I'm no, small time. I got like no, 240 followers. It, but honestly, don't, don't ever say I that. want to find people to follow. So if you if you see me over there, I'll definitely follow you back. Um, and this is just Mm-mm. this is just in case because <laughs> it look it looks wild at Twitter right now. Stop working. 
<laughs> yeah, they, see what I'm saying? Rob me a person. They, they, they talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. We can move that energy to other neighborhood. Yeah, yeah shit. Will, motherfuckers Motherfuck- will get some act yeah, right. Shit. Okay. Yo, if the if the paradigm Mm-mm, shift it doesn't was, hey. at all. <laughs> Yo. I would, and, and no if the really level of thinking not like, for not our, like for our gentlemen and women with tools, but <laughs> with tools that are that are of winter. that mind state of when the heat stop working, if I start working, start working. I'm a <laughs> if y'all just roll to the other county. <laughs> exactly. I bet you we'll see some improvements. I'm a hundred percent sure because they can't run no. too far. <laughs> they too uh, comfortable. They not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you C can major. Find me, where you can, can they find, find me you? on Twitter at C major P U H C E E that's C E E major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C major that's C E E major. Fuck that UK yeah. nigga. The link in both those bios. <laughs> get into anything and everything I'm getting into. Again, got some uh, open <laughs> right. shit on the, on the uh, way. But also, please get into that After Ashes Volume 2 streaming everywhere. The intro track that I played for these past Mm-mm. two weeks is on that actual uh, album. So, yeah, get in there. Niggas need royalties. Fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Was that precious? No oh, shit. Well, the JDM I mean... boys. <laughs> You, you got all that. I I have no sympathy for you because you sitting on, uh, you sitting on a Scrooge McDuck amount of money, and you chose to stay there. You you renewed that lease. <laughs> I got no sympathy for you for signing that lease. I mean, yeah, there's an Aldi's right there. What do you expect? <laughs> uh, okay. No, I got niggas doing donuts outside my Exactly what you signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There's a Aldi's. There's a Aldi's and three Peruvian chicken places over there. Did not take that into account. Yeah, nah, B. I ain't got no sympathy for you. This is like when y'all was talking about working from home and then going in. I don't give a goddamn. Sorry, sorry, you, you, got now. <laughs> you chose that life. <laughs> this is what I get. <laughs> it's crazy because I got niggas That's doing like donuts. C- I got C-O a fucking used to complain about I got, like, it's, You know you you cannot be. I'm this. a victim. Like, you really just choosing to do that. <laughs> Go talk about your quarrel with the with the neighborhood Seven Eleven nigga. You don't give a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't I ain't been in your pockets, but yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can get out oh, of that shit. situation. <laughs> At least over here, the Seven Eleven nigga just hold the door. He's really, it's really illegal yeah. for him don't to be no there. Lip back. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah, that nigga ain't gonna talk shit if you don't give him a dollar. He just gonna hold the door open, ask him, like, all right, brother, have a blessed one. You know, like, yeah, y'all hey, really gotta step y'all game up. We pushed them to the city. I'm sorry, I had no experience like that. 
Yeah. Niggas do the same shit to their mods. I like the suspension's not made for that. I don't care what kids you put on. <laughs> Y'all got a better class yeah. of 7 Eleven, No. I, I, I have no idea what y'all are talking about. I don't live that life. Sorry. All right. Yeah. I got niggas around my way. There's there's a homelessness problem? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got niggas around my way who lowered their to, their Toyota. Oh, like, y'all why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> is dead. The community is dead. <laughs> What we got right here? That's not supposed to be that. uh, (laughs) Ended off with La Russell and Tote with a track called GT Coop featuring (laughs) One More Nate. We don't even see, I don't even see the peasants around. (laughs) (laughs) There is no community. Fuck with that joint. Send me that one, please. <laughs> yeah, he definitely Dude, did shit, that shit. Yeah. On I just want you to feel them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these just, these don't just, shake your head, Mister Janelle. You love that shit. Outside doing donuts in the GT coupe right now, and that shit's about to get repossessed. You live by this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mister Janelle. C Major has a point. <laughs> He's right. He's in the building next door. <laughs> yeah, I see the. I see the exclamation. Right, I'll holler at window. you. All right. 